Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Tease our feature interview thanks to Ryco Filters. Remember to ask your mechanic for Ryco Filters, the professional's choice. In fact, let's just get straight to it. With We've got to play the intro first. <coughs> This is huge. Tom Randall making the switch from Tickford over to Matt Wyatt. Thomas Randall is the pole man here for Armorall. Congratulations. P1, round one, race one. Just lean back and let it go. It was so close on the start line for Thomas Randall. Just lean back and let it go. Randall brings that to home without a scratch. It's Thomas Randall who wins the race. Yeah, the list of accolades are endless for Thomas Randall. He will be back on the Supercars grids for another wildcard appearance at Tail and Bend, a place where he had pretty happy hunting. But uh, let's just welcome the great man. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, Tom Randall. Have my own intro. I feel I feel pretty special right now. So I'm a bit speechless, to be honest, but thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. I must be doing something well when I'm on the show with you guys, but hope you hope you're going well. Thank you, mate. We only do it for the superstars of our category of this great sporting nation. Uh, and T Randall, you are one of them. And as Nimsy said in the opener, mate, busy boy, you've got a bit of driving ahead of you. Look, it's it's, it's an amazing couple of weeks coming up. We've got this weekend straight into it the final round of the F5000 Championship. So kind of going in there with an all-guns-blazing attitude, and then next weekend is sort of the big one for me, which is returning to the supercars as a wild card. So a lot of people to thank for, for putting that program together. Um, that Castrol, Herzog Steel, ACT Fedsire, and I just can't wait to get that, that wild card program uh, kicked off, to be honest. How's the shameless sponsors plugs there from yeah. T. Randall? That's why he's a well, superstar, hey, mate. That's why people back him. <laughs> Well, hey, it's, I gotta get you. Gotta get on the grid somehow, and, and <laughs> as hey. you all know, that's yep. It's yeah, it's the least I can do. So <laughs> no, then, you're, you're right, honest, mate. I'm, you are right. It's it's just it is the and we've spoken about this. We've been very vocal, Maddie and Nimsy, about what it takes to go racing, yep. and it's simple money. It doesn't change cash. the fact. Cash. One pom. Colin Ash. Dead presidents. Colin Ash. But if you look in Nimsy's bank account, how much cash is there, Nimsy? Uh, very little, but uh, there is a fair few sponsor shirts. In fact, I'm wearing a Castrol T-shirt today. That was the perfect <laughs> lead-in. Yeah, Nimsy, lead come on, mate. Fire up. Like, he could have gone to the soundboard <laughs> there and done, here, no cash. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Tommy, let's focus back to you, the, the genuine guest on the show. Um, uh, S5000, give us your report card so far for the year. And also, in addition to that, what are your expectations for tail and bend because you've driven there before obviously um it's a team that you know it's a car that you know um and so give us your your thoughts on on what you can achieve there as well well if we go back to the f5000 scorecard i'd I'd probably say the first round was like an a plus and then the second round at phillip island was probably a b b maybe b minus and then i'd probably say then it was an f (laughs) but (laughs) i've got to say considering how sandown went we're still second in the championship, uh, trailing by about 40 points to Joey. So he, he's done an incredible job in the three rounds we've had so far. It is quite a quick championship. I mean, a four-round championship that ends in at the end of April or beginning of May is, is quite short, but you've just got to be on it. And 
can't afford to have a DNF, and unfortunately we had one in the first race at Sandown. But, I mean, anything's up for, up for grabs, really. If there's 130 points on offer and we're 40 points behind, so all it takes is, is really one, one bad result. But, I, unfortunately, I can't control his destiny, and we've just got to focus on, on what we can do and uh, try and extract the most from the car and, and myself, and the rest will, will sort of play its course. So, I'm not too worried. I think in the position we're in we've sort of got nothing to lose, everything to gain and then like you touched on before, yeah, once this weekend's uh, done and dusted, it's, it's all focus onto Tail and Bend. I'm so excited. I mean, we had a test day last Tuesday with Tickford and which was the sort of the, the first hit out for the car since it raced last year and yeah, that, that went really well. So I think we can sort of carry that momentum from the test day there's no reason why we, yeah, we can't we can't be strong. And I raced there for the first time at its inaugural event back in 2018 in, in my father's sports sedan, and I debuted there in in the supercar in 2019. So I've I've had plenty of plenty of miles around there. So yeah, I've just got to put my head head down and knuckle down and try and do the best I can for the team, for my sponsors, and and for everyone involved. So you also you also drove. You also drove Rusty's uh, Rusty's Bentley there, mate, last year, um, as a bit of a bit of a hit out too, which was quite cool to watch. But I want to ask you something: all these guys here, Matty Mack, Nimsy, uh, a lot of our listeners message in, and they're always asking me about certain things about DJR because obviously, you know, I've I've got a relatively close tie to that team. <laughs> <Fair> connection. Um, <laughs> Mate, you've got you've got a pretty close tie to Tickford. You've been in engrossed in Tickford for a while now. You've obviously raced their cars. You know the guys really, really well. Yep. I want to ask you a hard question. What does it take uh, for the other guys in the team um, to lift their game to Cam Waters? I mean, essentially, it's like you know. I mean. We, we spoke about this a lot last year with regard to Scotty Mack and Fabian. Um, this year it's very, very equal, so I'm pro- probably not going to get that question at the moment because Will and Anton are, uh, are doing well. But yeah, what's the, what's the difference there, mate? What is the difference between Cam and and obviously Jack LeBrock and uh, and James Courtney? Why are they not up, or up and about helping out, you know, uh, came up the front there with, uh, with the DJR cars and obviously the Triple Eight cars? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm probably going to be careful what I say, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it's probably just a combination of, of things, really. I mean, at the end of the day, Cam's been with the team the longest. I mean, he's been there since 2014, maybe, or 20... I know he won the Super 2 Championship with them in 2015, so I think 2014 yeah. was the first year with them. So he's been with them for seven years now, so he's built up that relationship, which... I know it probably sounds cliche, but at the end of the day, it all matters. He understands how the team works, probably from not just an operations way, but probably even a business way. He's known the engineers since day one. His current engineer he's had for the last few seasons, so there's that continuity. He is at the top. I would say he's at the top of his game now. He understands these these Sixford cars. I mean, Jack LeBrock's yeah. a great driver. He's been with the team for two years. He's actually got a different engineer this year to who he had last year. And it's the same for, for James last year. His engineer has now gone to uh, BRT and he's yeah. working with Brad Wisherson. 
and Brad last year was working with Jack. And so there's all these little things that probably don't sound like much, but in the sport that we're in, in supercars, it's all the one percenters that matter. And yeah. I think at the moment, you know, Jack is building that relationship up with his engineer, Sam Scafidi. I think the same thing with, with Courtney. He's building that relationship with with Brad and Courtney's based in Queensland. Cam's based in Victoria, so Cam probably get out to the team a lot more regularly. Yeah. Just to discuss, I don't know what he wants to discuss, but it could be plenty of engineering stuff and car setup and how he can improve. But yeah, certainly Cam is driving very well. He, he's super fit. We had a training camp at the start of the year, and you know he was yeah, certainly on fire. So I think there's it's just all those one percenters, Steve. As you well know, that they all just add up, and especially at a track around Simmons Plains, where a tenth can mean the difference between first and well, first and tenth, or first, first and tenth, yeah, yeah. Those one percenters really matter, and Cam's certainly showing that. Yeah, he's performing very well. I think the tire life was a bit of a bit of a challenge for the team at at Simmons. I mean, it's always sort of been a bit of a challenge for them there, but he shows that the car certainly has has speed over one lap, and um, yeah, he, he he's very competitive. He's very driven. Um, so, but in terms of a difference. You know, I think it's, yeah, all those little things that add up. And it's it's interesting, Tommy, because I'm quite critical of Tickford at the moment. I can't hide it. I've been equally, I've been openly um, critical of them in the last couple of weeks that one of the best-funded teams in pit lane, heritage team in the sense that they've been around for a very, very long time, stable engineering crew, stable driver roster, and yet when Cam goes and puts down that Banzai lap to get pole position... That's it. That's the peak. That's the top, because the car yeah. then the car then looks like it drives itself backwards through the pack throughout the the length of the race. Is that mm. something that you'll have some kind of influence on when you get to tail and bend? Um, because there doesn't seem to be any kind of what I'm seeing at the moment any kind of remedy for that car performing in that manner. Well, if you look back to the first round. At Bathurst, the cars were certainly quite strong. I mean, Cam put it on pole in the first race, and then he was leading until they had that power steering issue. So I think it probably depends on the track, and Simmons has always been traditionally not a strong track for Tickford. In fact, that was probably their strongest um, time they've been to to Simmons with Cam Mm. doing the double pole on Sunday. I actually can't remember the last time a Tickford car put it on pole there. It might have been back in the FG days or maybe maybe FGX days when they were first introduced, but it's been a while, and Triple Eight's always been quite strong. I think they always sort of get off that hairpin really well, and they've got quite good braking confidence. But I think Tail and Bend, if you look back at last year, Tickford were very strong. I mean, Jack got on the podium, Cam got a race win, so I think I think Tail and will be better, for the, better suited for the team and for the cars, but... It's certainly not from a lack of trying. I mean, they've got some extremely smart guys and girls based at the at the team in, in Campbellfield. So mm. every time I go in there, they're, they're always working on something. So as we all know, this is a category that you've got to adapt, otherwise you, you fall behind. So, And just as equally, Steve, I'm sure all the engineers at DJR are, are constantly working to make their cars quicker as well. <laughs> well, aren't they all, aren't they all? Especially this year too, because yeah. obviously the... The changes that have been made there at uh, at DJR since obviously 
uh, the exit of Penske, two driver changes, um, which really that's about the crux of it, to be honest. Um, everyone's pretty much written them off, but I think um, that goes to show that, um, you know, it, it does take time to gel and they are starting to gel now. And that showed with three podiums and three races and a double podium on Sunday uh, at, at uh, Simmons Plains, which is, which was great. But, you know, we, we all know, and we've all spoken about just how much the relationship plays a massive part in getting the most out of every little bit, whether it be car driver, you know, driver to team driver to engineer. um, And it does make a massive difference. So, you know, I, I guess only time will tell, you know, Tom, with that, with regard to the car and the speed of those Tickford cars in the race um, and the title off, because Taylor uh, and Bend is, I wouldn't say as bad as Simmons Plains, but it did show, especially with Chaz Mozzie last year, that he struggled with title off there. So we can only see what uh, what happens, um, you know, in the in the coming week. Yeah, they actually had quite a. If you look back to last year, because. The first two years at Tail and Bend, the championship ran on a hard tyre, but last year they went to the to the soft. And there was a bit of tyre denomination, if you remember, in the, the first round last year, because they did the, the, the double header, but the first yes. round was the, the normal length circuit, and there was quite a bit of tyre denomination. So I, I think I actually think that's going to be a, a factor next weekend. So yep. I think we'll be seeing cars pitting an ex, potentially for an extra... <laughs> an extra time so it's yeah it's a it's going to be an interesting kettle of fish i think come next week so tommy it was a, it's a pretty open secret that you, you're very keen to get on the grid um you know just as a full-timer and you've got a lot of support uh, it's just you know got to get a wreck all that sort of stuff everything has to align but uh, was there any thoughts about you maybe trying to get back in a super two this year and defend your title or was it just you know main game or nothing it was more the mentality of main game or nothing. It's it's kind of like once you I think win the win the category below supercars. To to me, it, it should mean you you progress to the next championship. It's kind of like if you win Formula Two, you progress to Formula One. If you win Indy Lights, you progress to Indy Car. To me, it's just the natural path or natural progression that the lower categories champion or the the, the one category down should should progress and. A lot of it was looking quite good. Most of the dominoes were, were falling into place, but probably normally the most important domino is the is the sponsorship, is the funding, and we ha- yeah we we just didn't have the the, the wreck. Mm-hmm. So uh, unfortunately, that's you know it's 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 out of my control, and it's hard. It, there's a good saying that you, you can't you shouldn't get out upset over the things you can't control. So at the end of the day. One door closes, another door opens, and I think this door's looking pretty good. So we've got yeah, the three wild cards going to Darwin, a track I've never raced at, followed by Perth, which was actually where I got my first pole position in Super 2. And then we're also looking at running my father's sports van again in, in the Australian wow. Sports Van Championship. So there's certainly going to be plenty of racing. And if you, you know, at the end of the day, last year I only did three three race meetings so i'm certainly getting in a lot of lot more racing this year so it'll it'll keep me sharp hopefully for a, for a full-time seat next year if, if that can that can eventuate now tommy if you if people follow you on the socials uh and your business dream simulation uh you've been dropping some hints about some new toys 
that's coming, a new addition. Can you can you give us a world exclusive here as to uh, what the new toy is going to be and how we get around it, how we get in it? So, so I, I think we do a, a world first exclusive here. Sure, why not? Oh, 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 so, oh there we go. <laughs> yeah, so everyone listening. So currently, I have one simulator set up, which is fully operational, and it's a for a, a pin top style racing. However, we have a second sim that's in the works. It's not far off being completed, and that's a full F1 simulator with a full 180-degree wraparound screen with triple projectors, motion, and it's with an actual Delara cockpit that we've converted from a race cockpit to a simulator cockpit. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to announcing that one on socials. And, I mean, I know that we're not a big open wheel of country. However, I think just for people to come and have a go and we can actually link the two up so you can come down and race your mates or if you want to do some F1 running around Bar, Francochamps or Monza or Portugal or you yes. want to race a Formula 2, Formula 3, whatever it is, we'll, we'll be able to set you up. So it's going to give you a, a, as real experience as possible. And let me ask you this. Given that Stephen and I are no longer supermodels uh, and... <laughs> That there are a number of people that would love to drive a Formula One car. Steve and I were never going to do it. Uh, will the Delara sh- seat and chassis that you have the produced will it, take, will it take them? Will it take the more portly gentleman and or lady into the car? <laughs> uh, I've answered. I've already answered the question. Yes, we can make yes, it happen. Like we're on. I told Tommy to make it. Make sure that it fits a plus size model. <laughs> Done. That's me. Yeah. Plus size model. Jeez, yeah, we are, or well, a triple you know, X plus size model. <laughs> well, the pedals, the pedals are actually. We've designed this really cool system. The pedals are on this linear bearing system with a with a um, you, with a press of a button. You can actually move the pedals oh. further away or closer to you. So when you're in there, you get in there, you put your belt on. It's got a full six point harness, and it's got a halo as well, which oh. is uh, oh, pretty cool. cool. That's toy. So. Yeah, so how good is that? Hey, of... With the, with the pedals, mate. As I uh, found out two weeks ago at Bathurst, <laughs> anything you could do with a TA a, a Trans Am pedal box because uh, Matt's bit... got a bad habit of hitting two pedals at once, <laughs> namely the brake and the throttle, and then the fence all at the same time. <laughs> there were three hits. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you. What, I was going to ask you how that happened. Actually, I did see the on board, and uh, yeah. that actually yeah, that makes sense now. Actually, yeah. it was. Uh, I'd love to say that it was raw talent gone wrong, but I think it just went wrong. And uh, having just paid the fixed bill, I mean, compared to what you boys used to race and, yeah. and currently do, Tommy, look, it was that sort of hit where you go from 155 to a dead stop in a supercar or an S5000 or anything like that. Big bucks, right? That's a bit. So in the trans, yeah, just Am- ask Dave Bernard in yeah, my yeah, car. Exactly right, yeah. yeah. Or Luffy when he rolled over and yep. all that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, I've just calculated the bill from that fix. $19,900. Oh, Jesus. That's it. It's still up there, but... It's right up there, but <laughs> but not I've bad. If you did that though, in a supercar, you... that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. And you got back out for the... Didn't you get back out for... The... Was it the next race or the, yeah. the, the next day? Yeah. The next, next day. day. No, it took 12 hours to fix yeah. and we went from 24th to 12th. But don't forget, he went from... He went from 140 to zero in like a metre. So mm. that's, a, yeah. that's a... That's a fair impact. Mm. 
But I, I don't. You know what, Matt? You, you're not a real race driver because you know why? You you admitted you admitted fault. I oh, know. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I didn't go diving for the excuse book. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I know. I know, I'm Tommy. Impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> when you screw up in this life, mate. And it's for, for all to see on TV. You just got to go to the he's honesty a, box. He I is reckon. a very honest person, I must admit. Sometimes too honest for a real estate agent. I do all right. Yeah, I? You do all right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can check out that uh, that onboard uh, on the driver's seat Facebook page. Yeah. There you go. That's and do it. me a favour. Can you swing by my pit this weekend when we're in Sydney and show me how to break one of these things? <laughs> how to how to actually slow it down without hitting a fence? Are you right for breaking? Uh, yes. <laughs> hey. Well, then just. Don't hit the throttle as well. Tom, oh, gee, thanks, Squire. I, I found the issue. <laughs> I found the issue. He was actually wearing Kubota coloured Big Bird racing boots. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yes. Are they fireproof? I want to thought they were fireproof. They were about three feet wide, so he could hit all three pedals at the same time. <laughs> I reckon I did a few times, too. <laughs> anyway, we'll let you go. <laughs> No worries, guys. Well, look, thanks again for having me. It's always a pleasure with you guys. No, always we, a pleasure. We always love getting you on board, Tommy. Go well this weekend, bro. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thomas Randall, uh, I'll tell you what, it'll be an absolute crime if we don't see him on the grid next year, eh, boys? Yeah. Oh, Nimsy, I think you're going to. I, I mean, think I, you're going to as well. Yeah, again, like we've, we've talked about this with Brock Feeney and all these guys who are getting uh, wild cards, maybe except for Kostecki at WAU, but there are – you know, these teams are genuinely getting these guys ready. And I think now that there's a fourth wreck available for Tickford, I reckon he's a shoe-in. And, and you know what? 100% if, a shoe-in. <laughs> absolutely. And I, and I think you know, if, you, if you're a Tommy Randall in his management crew and you've been with Tickford, all that kind of stuff, um, there's only one way you would have kept him at that team for 2021, Steve. That's by saying, mate, we don't have a, we don't have a wreck for you this year. Um, go and do an S5000, we'll do wild cards, we'll put you in as a co-driver, and then I promise you we'll have a wreck for you for 2022. That's the only way you would have kept him at Tickford. Well, yeah, 100%. You know, and it's it's tough. Like, it's tough to just get a – not only, as he explained, it's tough to get a budget, tough to get a car, but the whole wreck thing seemed to have been a bit of an issue this year, and hopefully supercars have rectif- rectified that oh, next year. Look what he's did done you there. see what I did there? <laughs> oh, that was actually an accident. I started, and then I'm like, okay. But, yeah, hopefully I'd love to see more cars. I understand that there is a limit on pit allocations and sizes and everything, but just a couple more cars and a couple more young guns out there would be super. It certainly would. And uh, Tommy Randall was our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. You can text in 0433 98 11 16 is our number. We'll be back with more right after this. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.